the exclusive stories behind music that helped shape and change pop culture. With award-winning broadcaster and best-selling author Jesse Dillon and co-host, award-winning music and media producer Spencer Proffer, you are inside the music. Jerry Opsay is our very special guest today on Inside the Music, former executive VP at ABC, president of RKO, and Showtime. Jerry, you made movies that, is, in the words of Spencer Proffer, touched the zeitgeist of, of the day and the time of not only Americans, but people all over the world. And, you know, speaking of international peace and harmony and movements, and things that are important, and no better time than now to discuss them, Let's talk about how you brought Sidney Poitier and Michael Caine together for Mandela and De Klerk. Quite a story. Yeah, thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Spencer. Um, you know, in the early days at Showtime and all the way through, in fact, my 10 years there, um, we were the little guy. We were competing against HBO. Um, they were the gold standard. Uh, Showtime had made very little original programming before I got there, and we were looking for things that would um, make a difference, that would put us on the map. And uh, the story of Mandela uh, had not been told uh, at that point in time, and it was brought to us. Uh, we developed a script based on that, and we developed the script knowing that there was only one way we're going to ever make the film, which was it. Sidney Poitier to play Nelson Mandela it was the only person that I could see uh, in my mind and that my team could see. Um, we needed an actor who was as important in Hollywood as Mandela was in the world. And we tried to get Sidney to attach himself to it. I spent uh, half a dozen lunches with his uh, agent, Marty Baum. And when I say lunches, that's really a euphemism because Marty Baum didn't eat until dinner time. He was a very big, important film agent at CAA. May he rest in peace. And uh, he would go out to lunch with me, and I would sit there and eat, and he would drink a glass of water, and he would say to me, uh, Sydney is interested, Jerry, but the script is going to have to be right. It's going to have to do justice and have the dignity of the man that you're talking about. And uh, ultimately, uh, the script came in. Uh, Marty Baum read it. He said, I'm giving it to Sydney. Uh, Sydney read it. Marty Baum called up and said, you're going to have to sit in a room with Sydney and convince him that you people are going to do this right and you're going to do it first class in every way. Um, and I remember very well uh, sitting in that room with Marty Baum and Sidney Poitier. It was a pivotal moment for us at Showtime because it was the kind of quality, important film that could put us on the map vis-a-vis HBO and, and, frankly, anybody else out there was making the film. Uh, two days later, I got a call from Marty Baum saying Sidney is in, um, but uh, great needs to be matched with great. And uh, we racked our brains. We tried to figure out who we thought could uh, play De Klerk. We looked at footage of the real De Klerk, uh, and we decided to go after Michael Caine and put an Oscar winner up against an Oscar winner. Uh, it happened. Uh, we got them both uh, to do the film. The film got multiple Emmy nominations, which we were thinking it would, which we were hoping that it would. Um, it meant that we had done our job right. 
Um, but before we get to the Emmys, uh, the film needed to be finished up in the quality fashion. And Spencer, being our consigliere at the time, uh, came in with a bold point of view, which is um, the sound of this film needs to be authentic as the script is, and you're shooting it in South Africa. It needs to sound like South Africa. We need to have the right sound for that. And uh, Spencer can uh, take you through a little bit more how that was made to happen. Uh, I can say, which I've said uh, one or two other times in dealing with Spencer. Spencer, there must have been a project or two where you actually did the music within the assigned budget, um, but uh, Mandel and DeClerc wasn't one of those things, and um, my production people uh, alerted me to the fact that if we followed Spencer's plan, it was going to bend our budget. Uh, fortunately, um, we agreed to do that um, because Spencer was right. The music he found us was right and it made, it completed the film. Well, you know, when I read the script, Jesse and Jerry, and Jerry remembers this all too well, I called Jerry at home and I said, this is brilliant. You can't have Hollywood's rendition of South Africa. This guy was in prison for 40 years. He got out. The bond between de Klerk and Mandela was so deep. This was actually the first time I got to South Africa, which is now very deep in my soul. Um, and I said, we need to have this authentically done. We need to find a composer there. We need to have authentic sounds with South Africans to decorate it. And um, through people who know people who know people, you know, relationships are everything. We got wind of a guy named Cedric Sampson, who actually is was based in Johannesburg, had a studio in a treehouse. And I got his phone number. I called him. I got him on the phone, and I said, hey, Cedric, I told him the vision of what, the, you know, kind of a summary of what the movie was, and I said, I'm going to send you a couple of scenes. Just do me a favor. Send me some MP3s of how you would decorate these scenes. Just give me colors and textures. Just make them demos. I can hear through demos. It doesn't have to be the real thing. And I just needed to feel if he would be the right guy and have the right sensibilities. And within a week, he came back, and he was three for three. So I said to Jerry, we got to send this guy a first-class ticket from Johannesburg. Well, those things cost $10,000. I think the music budget aggregate was about 75000 at the time. This was just to get the guy here. We had to put him up, airfare, hotel, per diem, et cetera, because he needed to meet with the director, who's an Emmy-winning guy, great guy who passed away, Joe Sargent. Joe Sargent is a legend in Hollywood. I think he holds the record for the most... Emmy nominations for a, a TV movie, a dozen or so, and I had the privilege of working with him uh, on four or five pictures, including The Wall, which Spencer uh, played an instrumental role in putting the soundtrack together for, and also Bojangles, which uh, Spencer, you didn't work on Bojangles, no, but that obviously was music was an important part of that film as well with Gregory you Hines. Me. You didn't need me there. Yeah, we knew what the music was for that. But um, but Joe Sargent was a visionary, legendary director. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, he, uh, Jesse, what was really cool was <clears throat> Cedric came in. We sat there, Joe, um, I think Sydney's guy. Who was his, his main guy? Um, Cedric something, right? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Cedric Scott. He was Sydney's main guy. <clears throat> 
And we all listened to this composer talk us through it, and everybody got a Jones to it. So I said to Jerry, Jerry, this thing has got to be executed. And Jerry goes, I don't trust anybody but you. Would you go to South Africa? I said, if you send me first class, put me up in a great hotel, I will take two weeks out of my life. I will do this. And I did. And it was well worth it. I not only saw Soweto for the first time, met Mandela, and it really touched my heart for the rest of my life. I subsequently, uh, Jesse, I told you, I, I premiered my John Coltrane Denzel Washington narrated film in South Africa. But it was really, this picture opened the door to it. And uh, we did the soundtrack. I was able to make <clears throat> a soundtrack deal, which is kind of unprecedented for a uh, cable picture through Rhino, which was partnered with Warner Brothers. It was the uh, specialty division. So, Jesse, if you can play the first track, which is really wonderful, called Mandela, Symbol to the World, it really speaks to the spirit of the song and the spirit of who Nelson Mandela is, was, and always will be, a symbol to the world of peace, harmony, and doing the right thing. And here it is on Inside the Music.
Inside the Music with legendary broadcaster Jesse Dillon and renowned music producer Spencer Proffer.